It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Well, the Rolling Stones resumed touring the other night with a show in St. Louis, and before the band came out, there was a video montage of Charlie Watts through the years, which fulfilled the band's promise to dedicate this tour to their late buddy and their drummer. And then the band came out, and for the record, the first track in the set list, Street Fighting Man. In the meantime, Ringo Starr recalled one of his favorite memories from the time he met up with Charlie Watts and John Bonham at a party. Apparently this party was held at Ringo's place, and this scene played out that you can only imagine between Ringo and Charlie as they gave Bonham a helping hand to play the drums. Not that he ever needed it, but this was during a recent press conference to promote Ringo's new EP, Change the World. And he said that he had a drum kit up in the attic. He said it was like a movie attic. There was music. Whatever you want to do up there, it was kind of like his man cave in the attic of this, what must have been a massive home outside of London. So Charlie comes and so does John Bonham. First of all, how would you have liked to have been there? Pretty awesome. So he says, we've got three drummers just hanging out. They go up into the attic and Bonham sits down at the kit. But Bonzo, right? Like one of the hardest drum players ever. And Ringo says, it's not like on stage where you nail the drum kit down so that they're steady and they don't move on stage. This kit was just sitting there. So as Bonham's playing, the bass drum is just hopping away from them. The kit is literally getting away from John Bonham. So in order to kind of wrangle this thing, there's Ringo Starr and Charlie Watts of the Beatles and Stones respectively holding down the drum kit so that John Bonham of Led Zeppelin could play. This is in Ringo's attic. He said, we never allowed cameras or anything like that back in the day at these parties. But he said, that's a moment that if TikTok were happening, he would love to have had a photo or some short video for TikTok to share that one. No kidding. Speaking of Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant reflected on his decades of making music outside of the genre, rock, that made his name. And he suggested the idea of returning to rock. Sometimes he thinks about it. He'll release Raise the Roof, his second album of Americana music with Alison Krauss. That's coming up November 19th. And that, of course, follows a series of solo albums where he's explored folk and roots music in a bunch of different forms, having stepped away from rock so long ago. But he said, none of this music is rock. It's not about power and posture like rock is. He says, and this is kind of cool and maybe a hint that he might get back to rock at some point. He says, how remarkable Remarkable for me to be able to jump ship so long ago now on rock, but I have like a jetpack on my back in case I want to go back. Now, that doesn't mean he's hankering to get back to it. He said it got to a point one night in Mannheim in Germany where we were playing inside a big concrete cube to a huge audience of males pumping the air with their fists. And I went, you know what? I don't think we need this anymore. It's time to get off the bus quick. He said his feelings became more focused later during an all-star concert in Paris. He said, I saw the guitarist in Radiohead, and when it was time for a solo, he just knelt down and started messing with his pedals. And I went, well, that's a lot different from the world I've been in of expressive gesture and stuff. And he said, I realized it was time to change, and then I started writing. Interesting perspectives always from Robert Plant. Very thoughtful guy. And finally, this is kind of intriguing. Eddie Vedder unexpectedly debuted a new band last night at the Ohana Festival in Southern California. Now, here's the band, a part of it at least. He teamed up with Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith, ex-Chili's and now Pearl Jam touring guitarist Josh Klinghoffer, and a couple of others. He performed an hour-long set that included covers of R.E.M., The Pretenders, and Prince. Here's what this throw-together band sounded like performing Purple Rain. 
course, Eddie's such an emotive singer, and it's such a powerful song. Would have been great to have been there. That audio, not great because it was fan shot. But Vetter, who was already slated to headline Saturday night as a solo act, and then last night with Pearl Jam, took over Friday's headlining duties last minute after Kings of Leon pulled out because of the illness and unfortunate death of their mother, Betty Ann. As a matter of fact, Eddie Vetter dedicated a version of his solo single, Long Road, to Nathan, Caleb, and Jared Folliwell and their mother. He also included a cover of Kings of Leon's early hit, Molly's Chambers. Once again, appearing alongside Vetter was his 17-year-old daughter, Olivia, who joined him for a performance of My Father's Daughter. The band also debuted Long Way, a track that will appear on Vetter's upcoming studio album, Earthling. And that is the Classic Rock Files.